right, guys, what's up? We're back with another episode of the Green Teamers Pod. Uh, I'm Yagev. We got Matt Rooney on the other mic, my usual co-host. And then we have Aiden Nugent back in the studio with us today. Um, yeah, I mean, this is going to be kind of a continuation of last week's episode. Just kind of depressing and, and sad vibes with the Celtics right now. They've been in a big rut lately, really just complete shadows of themselves from the beginning of the year very disappointing and frustrating to watch um the kind of a big reason why we've been a little late on the episodes past two weeks we've been depressed from it and like it's very hard to motivate ourselves to sit down and talk about it but we're gonna push through just like we hope the seas will push through here in the last month of the regular season uh so with that we're kind of each going to go through highlight one key point. We think the Celtic that is like one of the Celtics weakest points right now. And that we believe needs to improve uh, rather quickly. If we want to see any sort of success come playoffs. Uh, so with that, I'm going to hand it off to Aiden. Aiden's going to kick us off with, with his first point. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys for having me first and foremost. Um, obviously been a tough couple weeks for the Thieves. Um, my biggest issue recently has been kind of on the defensive end and um, the main, I think, factors for our defense struggling has been uh, Rob Williams just not playing, um, being injured. He's only played 28 games this season. Um, been effective when he's played, but he just hasn't really been able to get into a rhythm, which um, I think Tatum's talked about it. He how Rob is like such a key for the defense and uh, he just does such a good job of defend of protecting the paint. And we have no one else on the team who's, who does what he does. And then uh, the other, the other problem has been with smart. Um, I think he just looks like a lot slower, kind of like less, least less, less athletic than he, than he did last year. And, We've we've seen him like just get beat on the perimeter a lot more than he has in seasons past. Um, and then the final issue with the D is Grant um just not not being able to stay on the floor. Just um last year he was such a key with his switchability, him being able to guard any like one through four, one through five. Um, but now this year it's kind of like I don't know if he's slower, but it's just he doesn't look the same, kind of like a similar issue with Smart. So I wanted to ask you guys, um, what what do you think? Which player do you think uh would make the biggest difference if if we could get them right? Yeah, I mean it's tough. They're all all three of them are like super important, <clears throat> but I would say, <clears throat> excuse me, for sure, Mark is smart. Um, everyone knows he's supposed to be the alleged heart and soul of the team. Uh, he's kind of like pulled it usually reels us in when we're kind of like, uh, like playing off or not focused. He's supposed to be that leader that kind of gathers everyone and calms us down. And he was amazing at that all the end of last year and the beginning of this season, pretty much right up until he got hurt. And then since then, he's just, since he came back from his injury, it's really just like a completely different player. And the the effects and it, it's just, the effects have been so clear and it's really hurt this team. I feel like he's just not locked in as much, like you said, way slower on defense. Can't really guard any like elite guards, which he was always our like 
best defender. You could put him on anyone and you didn't have to worry about it. And then even on the offensive end, like he's hucking up threes early in the shot clock. He's forcing awful layups, missing them or turning it over when he's trying to like kick it. Just his whole energy and attitude, I feel like has been really off when this guy is supposed to be like the center of our team. Someone that really gets everyone going, gets the ball out to the Jays, gets them hitting shots, gets them easy shots to get going. And he just hasn't done that at all since he got hurt. And it, it's very obviously reflected in, in our recent performances. And something I've been thinking about while you were talking, Aiden, about is the defense. Do you think that may, like in years past, obviously that's been like his signature, like his defense. He's always prided himself in, in the way he defends and his aggressiveness and his like grittiness. And that's what makes Marcus Smart, Marcus Smart. And now this year, I feel like because he got the DPOI last year, He's kind of like he doesn't have anything left left to prove. And I feel like that's been very obvious in the way he's played, just like his laziness, his lack of focus. He's like, I'm DPOI now, so like I don't have to play as hard maybe. And he needs to find that energy and that mentality again because without it, our defense is not good at all. And we're going to lose to shitty teams like the Rockets last night. And I think it all starts with him. And once he can make that change and that improvement – then the rest of the team will follow. But until that happens, I'm so worried about this team, and I don't know what's going to happen, especially this late in the season. Mark is the key. I think um, I think they need – like Rob, in my opinion, is who unlocks the uh, Celtics defense. I think, like Aiden said, the Celts have nobody like him uh, on the team. Like no one can just impact shots near the rim like he can, whereas I feel like – you have other good perimeter guards. I'm not saying smart isn't important. I'm not saying he has to improve, but I think like Derek White is a is a very good defender in his own right. And he can do some of the things that Marcus Smart can do and did last year and same with Brogdon. So I think Rob is, is more so that missing piece, but you're totally right about Egev about how smart is like his just mindset, how vital he is. He he's like the head of the snake. His Mm-hmm. Exactly. Energy and effort is like what used to get this team going. I feel like down the stretch last year, and that is not there right now. So you something, have... something I looked up real quick, Aiden, before you you chime in. Okay. Um, Marcus fouled out twice in the last five games. Yeah, so that that's crazy. It's because he's lazy and he's he's just yeah. overly aggressive. He he doesn't understand. Like it seems like he doesn't know what he's doing on the court. Sometimes he's just like <laughs> out of control, always trying to do too much. It's like the very reason that Marcus Smart haters would always say he's not a true point guard. He's not like a true one. It's because of the way he's playing right now. And it's the complete opposite of the way he was playing the past year, which allowed us to be so good. I think it's like that simple. Matt, do you think, though, that with Rob missing so much time, that even when he comes back, like hopefully in the next week, do you think he's going to be able to have that impact? Because if we're being honest, he's probably not even going to play straight through even if he can stay healthy, like the last month of the season. So like, how do you think that plays out? It's a good point. This season might be a wash for him. I right. Think. That's what I'm that's, worried about. Not bad. Yeah. Aiden, do you see him playing in the playoffs? <laughs> oh, because if we don't have him, I think we're screwed. Um, Can't be and then the if we don't have Grant, I don't know how we're going to be able to like guard the box if we get them or like even Philly. 
Tatum or Brown. I mean, I guess we just throw Cornette out there on me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that Grant's that gonna worked, have right? to play a lot more. Yeah, against Embiid and Horford. I don't think hit open threes. We're screwed. Yeah, that's true. That's why I I wish they were maybe. I know this guy typically doesn't play, but like if they were a little bit more aggressive at the deadline, getting another guy or like filling that like buyout market guy, just like even it, even if it's not someone who can score, if it's just like a really good defender, I feel like they missed out on everyone. We still have the open roster spot. So I feel like there's still there was still the the roster was still not perfected, especially with what's happened with Grant being out of the rotation. I feel like I don't know if it wasn't expected. It what'd you say? I said I don't know if like Brad Stevens could have envisioned that. Exactly. But you are right. That's my point. I feel like this wasn't expected. This was like something must have happened very recently that Grant is all of a sudden sitting on the bench. Otherwise, I feel like there would have been some precautions taken. Like I don't know what he because I feel like like I know he hasn't been playing that well on offense, like when he has played, but I never felt that he was playing bad enough to be completely out of the rotation, especially the last two games against the Hawks and the Rockets, like two very like like mid to bad teams. Like you can say matchups all you want, but matchups don't really matter that much against those two teams. And those are two teams that Grant could have totally guarded anyone on the court in those two, especially against the Rockets with their really athletic wings, like Grant could have easily matched up with any of them. And so I'm just confused, like what Grant has done that he's like now just non-existent in the, on, on the, on the Celtics team. It's just like, it's so bizarre to me. And it, it makes really no sense. It's killing his confidence too. Don't forget. It's like, yeah, it's just puzzling. Yeah, I mean, if we make a run, he's going to have to be a pretty key guy. Exactly. But how, how key can he be if he, Hasn't been isn't playing in March, you know. Especially after the the Cavs game where he misses the free throws, like yeah, like that. After that, I feel like you have to play him more to like pick him back up (laughs) and motivate, save him. And it that's actually been since then he has he's been like playing less and less. So I I just feel like that whole situation is really weird, and it's like really fucking up the team, the rotations, like everything. So I don't know. Matt, you want to transition? I think this connects well to your point. Yeah, that's a good one. So my my uh, top thing that I think has been an issue lately and that needs to improve heading into the playoffs was or is that I feel like the top sort of six right now with Rob out set in stone. So like this smart white uh, Tatum Brown, Horford, Brogdon, like we know these guys are playing. Um, but then after that, I feel like it's been kind of totally up and down. Like you'll get some Grant Williams, some Sam Hauser, some Luke Cornett, like Mike Muscala's kind of faded out. We had a little Pritchard run a couple games ago, and now he's back out. I know he got hurt. But I, I feel like a lot of the bench guys have no idea if they're going to play on a given yeah. night. And I think that's really hard. Um, and then also just I know I mentioned the top six play gets like 25 30 minutes plus every game but they also kind of don't know when they're playing like smart's been finishing all these games even though as we've talked before Derek white is so much better and should be finishing these games and and just the whole rotation uncertainty i think it's a major issue another thing another thing 
is even like the scheduled rest days. Like we know Horford never plays the second night of a back-to-back even on those nights. Yeah. The rotation's always different. Like the guys filling in for Horford always different. Some days you'll see more Muscala. Some days you'll see more Blake. Some nights you'll see more Cornette and it's so inconsistent. And I feel like this is the time of the year where it needs to, it usually becomes more consistent. Like, I feel like Blake should be a staple now for those nights because he just brings so much energy. It's just one night every few weeks. He can totally come in for that, I feel like, and fill in like a good like 10 to 15 minutes if he needs to. He's so yeah, capable so of it. We've he'd seen be it. perfect for that. So you plug him into Horford's exactly. starting spot so the exactly. rest of the rotation stays the same and yeah. stays consistent. Yep. And who who's who's to blame for this, Matt? Aiden. <laughs> no, nah, Matt, Matt's got to be the one to say it. Uh, a li- little bit on Joey Maz. Um a little bit on Joey Maz. A little bit on Matt, some of the players, though, for playing like shit. Discuss our depleted oh. coaching staff. Yeah. yeah. Aiden, can you lead the way on this? This is your This is your, uh, your Matt point. and I were talking the other day about how we've lost now like three assistant coaches from last team from last year's team. Um plus a head coach. Plus, yeah, plus the head coach. So we had Missoula go from assistant to head coach. We lost Will Hardy, and now we're losing Damon Stoudemire. So, I mean, I don't – like – Who's left? Missoula is a first-year coach. So, I mean, I, for a team looking to make a deep playoff run, I don't know how much, like, confidence that really inspires. Right. There's no, like, experience on the staff either. Yeah. There's – like, you have Blake on the bench, who's a veteran in Horford, but – how much can that really like replace like the coaching president? Like I feel like Evan Turner would have been dope to still have on the on on the coaching staff like a few years ago. Like this is where it would have really come in handy. I don't know if you guys watched um like the KG certified um YouTube video when KG and Pierce come to the Celtics facility yeah, and stuff. Just saw that too. And he has a conversation with Missoula and he Missoula like tells him straight up like we would love to have you guys around yeah. the players more. Like come like as much as possible, like be around them. And I feel like either one of those guys, like on the staff traveling with the team, could be like incredible. Who? KG? Yeah, KG would be nuts. I feel like I feel like that's such a pipe dream, but it would be nuts. Like a guy like that around the players, like like if he was around them like last night after they lost the rock, like you I feel like this team needs that guy that calls them out, that rips into them, that doesn't sit in the press conference and be like, I'm gonna tell Jalen Brown and Grant Williams I love them. Like, that's too soft, I think, for this team. Like, I loved Ime because of, like, his tenacity. And he always said it, like, the way it was. Like, he was very blunt. And he told the players exactly what they needed to needed to hear. And, like, even in the huddles, you would hear him, like, rip into them. Like, stop playing like assholes. Like, shit like that is what we're missing, I feel like, for this rut when we're playing like shit. Smart, but I guess if Smart's not playing well, the players are going to be like, dude, shut up. Exactly. Like, like they're not. it doesn't carry any weight. That's why you need, like, a coach like that or someone on the staff like that. So it's just like it's so frustrating because that's like what we're it's not the only I'm not saying that would fix yeah. kind of like all our problems, but it would be a really good reminder to the players and a really good like wake up call for them right about now. And I feel like that's lacking and missing and there's not really anywhere to get that from right now. And what do they I do? don't know. What do they do? Um, I mean, you can't I do mean, anything now, right? For yeah, like you really can't. You're in March. Hopefully we got Rob back soon. That'll help iron out rotations. I mean, hopefully a little bit. Um, I'd like to see Grant play some more. Yeah, hopefully like, you get him and Smart like 
uh, into a little bit of a rhythm before the playoffs. I think just yep. these last, what, like 15 games, you just got to try to get into a rhythm. Exactly. Uh, try to, well, what's like, more important now, getting guys into a rhythm, Aiden, or winning? Um, I probably, I'd probably say getting into a rhythm. Really? Rather I would than, say winning. Uh, I agree, but you guys. I think the one seed is kind of like. One seed is trashed right now. Out, yeah. Well, it's not completely trashed. But it's all, but it's beyond just the one the way seed, the guys. The Bucks are playing is just. Guys, it's beyond the one seed though. We're tied in the loss column with the Sixers, like it's also keeping the two seed. And Matt, we were talking about this earlier today or last night. Like, how confident are you right now in a second round series against Philly, at home? And then imagine it being away. Like, you were saying, you and and Bri were saying, we we probably lose in the second round right now to the Sixers, the way this team's playing. So. That makes it even more important, I feel like, to play to win and get that home court, like as much home court as you can. Yeah, home court matters. I think if, if we avoid yeah. four, we can't get four. If you play the Bucks in the second round, you get cooked. You want to avoid that as long as possible. But I think if we're playing well, like if we are able to get Grant and Smart and these other guys to turn it around by the time the playoffs um, start up, even if that means we get the three seed instead of the two seed, we take some lumps in the regular season. I think if if they're playing well, we can beat Philly without home court. That's fair, but, but to me, it doesn't both feel, sides. Yeah, it doesn't. It feels to me like they don't. Those two things don't need to be like independent. I feel like yeah, that's fair. playing Rob, playing Grant should make you win more. Should make you a better yeah. team. So it should go hand in hand with winning and getting a better seed. So yeah, Ideally, I don't know. yes, but like they're playing awful right now. Those they guys, are. Grant, yeah, they are. So playing them is probably like playing playing those guys over White, Brogdon, Hauser is probably hurtful and right. like hurtful to the team. So for sure. But yeah, it's both. For sure. Uh, with both. that, I'm gonna kick it off with my third point. Um, kind of like Aiden, Aiden, and Matt's were like kind of similar. Mine, mine is just like. We know this team goes as far as Jason Tatum will take it. I mean, Jalen Brown was incredible last night, really carried the team as much as he could. Tatum had an awful night. But I think, like, a lot of the problems on offense and the stagnant offense and the lack of energy, and Tatum even took accountability for this last night, saying how he was completely uninterested, lazy, et cetera, in the beginning, and he recognized how it spread throughout the team. I think that that Tatum needs to – be more aggressive and like his shot selection. If you look um, in the past couple games, the the distribution between his his shot selection his, between twos and threes has been like abysmal, in my opinion. I I don't think he should be shooting as many threes as he has been. Last night he shot ten threes. Ten out of his twenty two shots were threes. He was two for fucking ten from three, and this guy is hucking up shots left and right from three. When he can get to the basket against the worst team in the Western Conference at will if he wanted to, and he doesn't do that. He shot 6 or 12 from 2, so 50% as opposed to 20% from 3. There's no excuse for that. Especially, you saw even at the end of the game, I don't know why Tatum even took that shot at the end of the game. Jalen was cooking. He had, he had I don't care. T- Jalen Brown was cooking. The play before you gave the ball to Jalen, he dribbled in, no, got an easy floater, fine. teardrop, put it in. Okay. Jalen was cooking that game. Tatum had no business getting the ball. Not the point of this, but he got to the he got to the rim so easily, so easily, and crunch time when the defense is at its peak of aggressiveness. No, no need to be shooting this many threes. 
you look at the game before, I know, I know he had a great game against the Hawks and he shot a little bit better, but still, I think I'm pulling it up right now. I think he shot like 13 threes that game. Am I tripping? 14, but when was that half court shot? Okay, so he shot 14, 13 threes, still five for 14. Like, that's not great. That's really not great. If you look at his shots without from two point range, seven for nine. Come on. Like, why are you settling for so many threes when you're getting to the rim so easily and finishing? You're shooting well. You're not missing that many layups anymore like you were last year. Or you're getting to the free throw line. Easy points. You're you're settling for threes. You're letting these quick these quick possessions, letting the other team get the ball in transition off your misses, letting them get easy baskets. It's just bad. There's no ball movement. You'll dribble it up, pass it once or twice, settle for a three off a screen. Like, like the whole offense starts around how he plays and his aggressiveness. And I think if the other players saw him like driving to the basket, being aggressive, not settling, then it's it'll be contagious. Just like his settling for threes is contagious. It all starts with him. They all look up to him because he's the best player on our team. So he needs to be an, uh, an example for everyone else. And I I know I think I, you guys might think I'm making a bigger deal out of this than it might be, but I'm telling you, if he changed that, our offense would look completely different. Completely different. What do you guys think? I agree. Um, I think I think it does start with him, and I personally would love to see him get into the paint more. Um, good things tend to happen when you're uh you make the other team react, um, make them like change change their defense. You driving in the paint, you kick, you move to a different spot, relocate, get even like try to find mid-range game. I mean, he's bulked up his body like so much. Exactly. I think he can just he can just like against the Rockets, like he should have just been going to the paint at will. He got a great exactly. look at the end of the game. I'm not like I like at first I'm like kind of like get the ball to Jalen there. He has 40, but I can't be like super mad because we did get like a Pretty open layup there. Tatum sucked against Philly too. It was a good he shot. He missed shot. it though. So but he did miss, which I mean, like I personally would have liked to get it to Jalen, but I'm not mad Thank because you. Tatum Thank got you. an open look. Great look. Because if because if Tatum has forty there, Jalen's yeah, not you touching go to, the ball. Exactly, exactly. And I'm not mad about the look either, but I'm saying at the end of the day he missed it, and Jalen yeah, was the I one cooking that night. Jalen so. won't say it, but I I think he might be little bit upset about that. It's good that he's not saying it though, especially right yeah. now. But yeah, yeah I agree. But, um, Matt, what do you think? I know you might disagree points. with me here. Good points. No, I I agree a bit, especially in like a close game against the Rockets. Tatum didn't I don't think he scored in the fourth quarter. Like yeah. when it's close there, you know you can get to the hoop, you do it. I do think in general, I like him taking a good amount of threes, especially in the regular season. Like, I don't know. Like, it, let's say he drives, 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 really limits the threes. Like, he, he will take kind of a beating from that. Or his free throw, like his mid-range free throws, or his shots in the post, like his fadeaways in the post. Like, for him, those are good shots. He makes those right. shots. They're better shots for him. And they're probably more in rhythm than just pull up threes. You know? It's a tough one. Definitely. Yeah, especially if your three's not falling. Okay, switch it up. Like two yeah. for ten, I get it. Oh, he was 0 for seven a couple yeah. of games ago. Okay, I get yeah. it. Yeah. 
And I, the issue with this, I feel like Missoula still encourages the three a little too much. You hear this in his press conferences too. Yeah. Like I think it also this also kind of stems from his coaching style where he's so focused on shooting as many threes as possible, whether we're hitting or not, which is like a recipe for disaster. Last night we shot like less than 29% from three and we were just still hucking them up. And I've been saying this for a while, like there needs to be adjustments made when you're not hitting from three. Like you need to play yeah. differently. You can't just keep shooting it to get your three point rate up because st- like analytically it's, it, it's supposed to be a good sign or a good thing for the team. Like, I don't care. You're not hitting shots and you need to hit shots to win basketball games. So take easier shots, take better shots. And Live so by the three die by the three. Yeah. And I, and look what's happening. Probably a little too risky to go into the playoffs with that mentality. Right. You exactly. can lose any game with that. Literally, it doesn't matter who you play. Two good points. Hopefully he fixes it. I mean, it doesn't seem like he's going to, but I don't know. I'm just concerned. But yeah. Stress levels are high. Stress levels, yeah, incredibly. Matt, all right, let's let's before we wrap it up, one through ten, how worried are you about the team? <laughs> All right, I'll go first. I think I might be the most positive. Uh, wait, is 10, 10's like... 10's, shit. 10's wicked stressed. Uh, one's like... I, finals. I, yeah, we're going to the finals still, yeah. All right, I'm like six, seven? I'll be seven. I'll be seven right Oh, that's way higher than I expected from Yeah, you. it's higher than I thought you'd be. Ooh, yeah, I thought you were like, gonna go like might be lower than you. Well, what all right, what do you think seven is? Seven's like okay, I'm I'm kind of worried about this level of seven's like, like no, nah, seven's right. like I'm worried. I'm worried. Seven's I'm, I'm worried. worried. Yeah. yeah. All right, I'll be six then. I'll be a little <laughs> less than I'm worried. I'll be six, six is like I'm worried, but like I still think we can we'll make the yeah, I still believe we have a chance to make the finals. Um I'll be six. I'll be six, I'll be six. I think it's not great right now. But you're never going to be great the entire season. Like, very few teams, like the fucking 96 yeah. Bulls, the Warriors. Timing, timing. Yeah, timing. that's fair. Last year, I guess we were good at the – You want no, to be actually, going into the playoffs. I don't know why I'm doing this. I don't know why I'm doing what this. What are you about to say? I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you right now because Dan, <laughs> Dan Greenberg's my boy. Oh, you're about to Green. be positive about the Celtics? Yeah. So, he tweeted this earlier. Give it to me. Um, Give it to me. I, I'm noticing there are some who seem to forget the 21-22 Celtics yeah. were 17 and 22, exactly. eight and seven after mid-January yeah. when they did not shoot 35% from three and 34 for nine when they did while having that historic defense. They're 11 and 17 this year under 35%, 36 and five when they nothing is all that different. And then there's another one. Yeah, that's defense is different though. This is this is the main one. This time last year to the day. The Celts lost at home to the Mavs by scoring 92 points. Dinwiddie basically hit a game-winning 3-3, three, three, and Tatum went 7 for 23, 3 for 10 from 3. They snapped out of it, won 6 straight, and then they finished the year on a 4-3 and three stretch. Deep breaths. So this is this might bring Matt down maybe to a 5 now after after hearing that. Yeah, but, I'm like 5 but now, I think. It, it, it does help put in perspective what's happening right now, but a little bit out of context because – we were we peaked and have been coming down, and last year we were still on the rise and hadn't peaked yet. So I think the 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 trends of the seasons are different and something to consider when thinking about whether it's really all that similar this point this year and this point last year. But nonetheless, something to consider. I oh, think. Yeah. Hook me up. Aiden, I still think yours? we make the comics finals. 
I'm Ooh, I'm six. Um, Tatum Tatum and Brown have made the conference finals. What like eighty percent of their seasons? Wait, did you say six, Aiden? Yeah. All right, I'm five point five. Um, I do think the difference between like. I think we have a lower floor now because of our defense being a lot worse. But um, once we get all our pieces back, I think we have the potential to figure out um, what to do on the defensive end. And in the playoffs, everything is matchup based. So um, I don't think we'll be playing too many guys who can be exploited as long as Grant and Marcus get their shit together. And the only, like the team that I'm like, worried about is the Bucks, and if just stay in the two three seed hopefully two so if we get home court against Philly I'm not even really considering losing to them um so yeah that's kind of why I'm a six and just because I trust Tatum and Brown and I I want to say I really trust Smart to get his shit together so that's kind of where I'm at what about you Gav? Yeah, I mean, this is probably expected. I'm going to be more worried than you guys. But <laughs> I'm at like an 8.5, 8.5, 8.5. Wow. Yeah, I'm pretty worried. Um, I'm I'm pretty – I'm probably like one of the harsher people though and like yeah. I probably worry a little bit more than most. But for a few reasons. One, Rob's hurt now. He's got about a month to get in rhythm. I don't think he gets in rhythm in a month because he – Played more than a month straight earlier this season, and he did not look amazing at all. Mm-hmm. Two, I'm worried this smart thing is a bigger issue than just like a – I think it's more like I'm worried it's like a mental thing in his head where he's all of a sudden thinks he can – he should be more involved than than he probably should be. Um, but we saw him play differently at the beginning of the year, so there is hope that he can kind of go back to that. Second – I'm worried about Jason Tatum. Hear me out. No. I think he's his highs are incredible. His highs are some amazing highs. But I feel like the consistency you want from your superstar isn't there. I feel like he's way more up and down than you would hope and than yeah. you sh- should you would expect. Like he had 22 last night on 36% shooting. The night before the game before he was amazing, 34, 15, and 6 on 48 shooting from the field. He had a 30-point game, a 40-point game before that also. Then he had another 22-point game, like not amazing, in a loss to the Nets where we blew a huge lead. Then he had 41 before that, but then he had 14 and 18 the two games before that. Then 31 and 55, 38, then 16, then a 41, then a 12, then a 34, then a 20, then a 31. Look at that. Like That's your best player on your team. That's your superstar, alleged MVP. Yeah. And that's like – like the average is great, but if you look at the line, it's fluctuating up and down dr- dramatically. Yeah. And you can't be go- having a great game one, a shitty game two, a great game three, a shitty game four in a series against the Heat in the first round, maybe second round against the Sixers and hopefully against the Bucks. Like you can't, you cannot do that. And we saw what happened in the in the finals last year with, with performances like that. And I need him to get right if, 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 if he wants me to believe in this team, because right now I I'm, I feel like a second round loss to, if we don't have home court in the second round, I feel like that's a, that's definitely in the cards. And right now I feel like there's no chance we would beat Milwaukee in the playoffs. Um, So yeah, I'm pretty worried right now. I need to see some coaching changes. I need to see the bench stepping up. I need to see smart, 
fucking I don't know, become Marcus Smart that I love. <laughs> That's my former favorite. Not no no no. That is my favorite player, the Marcus Smart that I've loved for the past year. I need that back. And then my stress level might go down. But right now, we're sky high right now on the stress. So do you guys think yeah. we could lose first round against to the heat, man? It won't be next. I don't think so, but I think they would give us a really good fight. Um what I think the key is just getting smart back. Um if we if we want to have a chance against the Bucks, um him being able to guard Drew Holiday would be yo, massive. Drew is sick this year too. He's of, really good. Drew, yeah, Brooke Lopez also been Brooke Lo- yeah, I don't know who's guarding Brooke, if I'm being honest. <laughs> so yeah. Al on him. Oh no, Alan Giannis. Al's got guard Giannis. No, Brooke would show him. Brooke Brooke shooting is fine for us. Brooke on defense is where Yeah, yeah he's him, really good. That's gonna paint has been huge device. we're gonna really have to hit threes against the bucks yeah i remember last year the bucks i think their whole like i don't know how they played this year if it's more of the same but i remember they would like give up i think they gave up the most threes in the league yeah. last year and it's what happened in the playoffs as, they as live and die by the three yeah, yeah. i'm not they sure let the other that team. is how they're defending this year but we I'm won game seven because they just like grant shoot and then yeah. grant was hitting that night so it's like everyone but tatum and brown they were just letting shoot as much as yeah. they want yep so, like a pack line defense. Yeah, man. Yeah. All right, guys. Hopefully, I know I said this last week, but hopefully next week will be a little better. <laughs> Who knows? They're on a long road trip right now. So it's definitely going to be emotional, I have a feeling. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, Aiden, thanks for coming on. Great conversation Thank today. Thank Hope, you, guys. I know for me that was some good therapy. So I'm glad we, we got the episode done this week. But, yeah. We'll we'll catch you guys next week. Peace. Take care.